guys, it's Britt Dowd, and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. Hello. Josh Whitaker, what's good, brother? Not much. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Where are you where are you at today? I'm at the office currently. That a baby. That a baby. Hopefully filtering through that fat stack of books you got. Uh I am actually listening to a Sorry, Bobcat's going by for skits here. Um, when I had a truck, get my ear pods. No, no worries. Um, listening to a session on, on that other business group. Oh, cool. So. Cool, cool. Are you good on time? How much time do you have to talk today? Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Cool, cool. As long as you want to. Yeah. Um, well, just tell me, catch me up to speed. I know we had to, uh, this calls a little earlier just because we pushed the last one back, but what's been, uh, what's been going on in your world? I guess first thing you started those marketing classes, right? Uh, so I actually last week, um, and I actually started them today. Tonight, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was. I thought I had, yeah, I'm, after I got the phone, I looked at the schedule and I lied to you. Classes start today. Okay. Cool, cool. What else? Any Anything else going on in your, in your, in your world, your personal life, your business life? What do you got going? Um, so, still haven't heard from Jason, um, which is, neither good or bad yeah. um, it, which is just fine actually it's yep. where it needs to be um, so we're good on that front just kind of looking out towards the year um, had Brian my uh, part time guy had a good uh, had a good discussion so uh, on Saturday um, he came into work, uh, and, uh, him and his spray have not gotten along since I put him on it. Yeah. Never gotten along, even back before, um, when he was working for us. Uh, what's the relationship he, like? He, he bangs her up, she breaks down, he just doesn't know how to use it. Yeah, so that's what kind of came down to. He has always disliked it. He can't get used to it. Um, 
and this, so our conversation on Monday morning. So what I'll get, I actually, let me get to that in a minute. Okay. So what happened, um, he had ran into a fence. Mm. Um, it's probably going to be like 500 bucks, but, oh. um, yeah, it's those aluminum fences. Man, if you break a post off one of those, man, they rip you a good one. Um, so I was upset with that and he got ticked off and I was ticked off. And so, yeah. um, you know, we didn't, <laughs> we get ticked off. It's not, we go to words or blows. It's just kind of like, all right, just, well, I was going to have to relieve him anyways because he could only work till one o'clock. But my, my tensions are already high because, I mean, he had 15 stops. Oh. They were on three streets. Um, the budget hours, he said, had knocked out six hours. Um, he had only completed five of mm. those. Mm. And so I was already worked up because of that. So I was like, man, what are you doing? And five of those stops are all next door to each other. Yeah. Uh, one across the street. So they should have been done quickly. So I came. So I'm away over there. I'm already worked up. Uh, then he calls me on the way over there. Dude, I hate a fence. Damn it. Mm. We'll go to the homeowner, you know. And, you know, what were we thinking? I got over there. Um, and the situation is just calming for his e-spray. You got a, a downward slope. It's already wet from you spraying. Yeah. You got a downward slope with a with also a leaning. So it's, you're going down nose hill, but then you also have a lean that's going to the right. It's kind of banking right. Sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can picture and it perfectly. So, yeah. Um, you know. Obviously, Z spray lost traction. It's his error. It's operator error. Mm-hmm. I mean, Z spray just doesn't hold that. Never will. Um, uh, um, so, yeah. Man. Okay, so uh, r- remind me, there. catch me up again. Is Brian the full time or part time guy? He is air quotes part time, but I mean, he. Yeah, he's part time. He's part time. He, 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 he works he, he almost full time hours. Okay, but he was the guy that had another job that wasn't like fully relying on you as his income, correct? Like he, yeah, he's the fireman. The fireman. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is an engineer, so it's not that he's stupid, and it's not that anything like that. I mean, he had to get to his position because he's you know yeah. good at his job. So, um, yeah. and that's something I. Reading in the book, John Maxwell book, um, I need to think about more often is I will talk down the guys just because I think I'm better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, like talk talk down true. to them or talk like just you're saying like in general, like when you're talking in to somebody else. Talking to them. Okay. Um, especially in sensitive uh, situations. Um, instead of being more on an equal plane and trying to figure out what their problem is, mm-hmm. I come at it at a higher level said, dude, I used to do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I could do this yard in this amount of time. I could, you know, and so, and so that's where I approach it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have enough time to put the pause button on and, and kind of 
work into a situation. But if I don't, man, I can lose my. Yeah, yeah. I can lose my. my well, and, and how long? How long have you been doing this? Um, uh, thirteen years. Okay. Fourteen. Years. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's a natural for anybody who's been doing it 13 years, you know, you're just, it's almost like selling, you know, we, we naturally sell at like an education level of a nine or 10 of whatever we're talking about. But the, the homeowner is only thinking at a two and only is educated at a two or a three. I think it's the same way with the, with our team. At least it is for me. Cause I, I do the same thing. I'm just like, dude, there's like, you should know that you, you can't do that. Like, but in, in my mind, it's like second nature using that piece of equipment. And to them, it's like, they're at a, they're at a two or a three. So that's, it's hard, hard yeah. to do. That's good. What, what did John Maxwell talk about in there that made it stick out to you like that? Um, when I was asking that, and when I brought that book up, the point had come to mind that, not necessarily an exact point in there. Was, Just as so you I, were reading it, you're like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta work on this." As I was reading that, and as I'm kind of been marinating in that, I mean, yeah. it all kind of speaks to that. I mean, obviously, if you want respect, you gotta, you know, give respect. If you want, you know, if you want an integrity, you gotta give integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And people want to know that you trust them. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> And right after, you know, I looked at the yard, I kicked myself in the ass because it is nothing. It, it's it's my it's my downfall that I did not train him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all comes back to losers. I don't care. I mean, obviously, there's going to be negligence, and there's going to be things like that that you can't tell on yourself. But um, that instance. It was my fault. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff that is coming recurring is, is my fault. Yeah. And I'm learning that and it's beating me up. And uh, so that is kind of the goal going next year is really um, what, man, I was thinking, well, I mean, if they don't know your expectations, how do you expect them to meet them? Mm. Um, and so, if, you know, if you're not training them right, and, you know, how do you expect them to do it right? Yeah. It's kind of along the same line. So it's just, all that is just coming back and to bite me in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a painful, and, uh, It's not letting go. Bite. It's like a pit bull. <laughs> he's, he's shaking all around like a shark. He's twisting. I'm like, all right, man, I get it. But no, I don't get it because I keep, keep going doing back it. and sticking my foot in my mouth. So, yeah. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad so, you said that though. Cause that was going to be my next question. I was going to ask like, whose fault do you think it is? Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad, glad you had that realization. And, but I also like, if we're honest with each other, that's, that's one of the hardest parts when you don't have, you know, another layer of leadership under you is that time, you know, we're all. Like it's a good, good thing for me to say. Like going back to that. Yeah. And I keep, I think, and I agree with you totally. And I want to get there, 
But I think I think I keep using that as a crutch. Yeah, yeah. So, oh well, you know, when we get that other person in there, yeah, it's not have time. Like yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I still have another <laughs> yeah. year. So am I going to, you know, keep leading like that? Yeah. No, because I need to. Um, I've got to step up. You yeah. know, no, that's because good. It all depends on me. And man, I am just. Uh, so, what are you going to change then? I know that. What are you going to? What are you going to change? And I'm procrastinating. And so, say say Brian's out. Some new guy is in. You need to put him on a Z spray next year. What are you? I mean, just off the top of your head, what do you? What do you think you need to do differently so that this doesn't happen again? So, I am very quick. Um, I'm a quick start kind of a person. Mm-hmm. So I change from one thing to the other quickly. Um, you know, squirrel mm-hmm. and I'm, cha- I'm off chasing the next thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so here's the things that I've learned that I've done wrong with my guys is, um, as soon as they have picked up the technical skill yeah. or I thought they'd pick it up like running the machine, spraying the weed, identifying some of the weeds, I bounce. Mm-hmm. It could be a week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, because men now know this. They took the test. They have been with us for now so on two, three weeks. That'll be good. Um, so I think I'd, I just need to do a lot more teaching. Um, probably even more riding around in them with the truck longer. I mean, go a month, two months. Mm-hmm. Um, another book I've read way back in a while and it keeps coming up um is leaders eat last by yep. simon Sinek. yep um and he talks about other companies that um they don't you know they don't and i don't know how to get there but from here but it all it basically just goes all goes back to leader um and why are you you should just be retraining them. If they're not getting something, then train them more, train them longer, train them um, different way. Do all that I can do to set them up for success, and then, and then, but and even that goes back to character when you're hiring. Yeah. Um, so did I hire them? Did I hire correctly in the first place? Or if I hire correctly, then my training won't go on deaf ears. Yeah. So, I'm not saying I hired wrong with these two guys. They're great. They, they do everything. Um, I just think I need to go back to square one mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and need to go back to square one with them in a level that they are now and not, not making it feel like I'm not like, it, not like I'm bringing them down a level. Does that make sense? I don't want to feel like I'm taking them down to level one. I want to be at the level they're at, but I just want to start level one. Yeah. And maybe they, we catch those two, three, and four up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you know, they got a good grasp on that, but maybe on level, maybe that's, so that's, that's good. Uh, that's good. So that's where I'm going. No, I don't, I don't, so, I, think um, that, I think that makes sense. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to the fundamentals either. I can't remember who I was talking about, or maybe it was our, we did a, podcast pro panel and they were talking about it in football you know there's 
like those guys are doing the same thing every single day, yet they're trying to get better. And so constantly they're having to go back and re go over the fundamentals. And, you know, I'm sure there's thousands mm-hmm. of times a month where they're doing something that they did as a small child, but it's still, it's, it's repetitive. They're getting more efficient. It's becoming second nature. And, and it's like, it's your business too. So like the way Josh wants it done is the way he wants it done. And so there's nothing wrong with re- reiterating it. Um, now, like you, you said, like you got, you'll have the right body language and say it the right way, of course. But um, real quick before you uh, keep rolling, I was just going to say a couple things um, on the on the account. So like for next year, say Brian's out and another guy's in, or maybe it's still Brian. Um, I was going to say, number one, do you have ways to leave notes on the accounts so that way when that dude rolls up, he can see like, hey, you can't use the Z-spray on the back right side of this lawn and he can physically see that. The other thing I was going to say, you could just make sure there is something to be said for a guy that is completely comfortable with equipment. You know, I've got a guy that came from a mowing company and so he was on a right stander. Well, when we put him on a Z spray, it was just like an extension of his arms. Um, as opposed to a guy that we brought in from, you know, a pizza company and it takes him a little, like he's just not mechanically inclined, super good dude, really good technician, but the, there's definitely a difference in how each of them, you know, their, their relationship with equipment, so to speak. Um, so as you're looking for a stories for you that prove that point. Hit me with it. Um, so my son's 18. Yep. We're kind of seeing where he wants to go. Yeah. Um, as far as the business. Yep. He loves mowing grass. And that, obviously, that's what we did. Yep. Uh, that's kind of what he grew up in. Yep. He came to work with daddy. He went and mowed grass. Yep. So it, it's second nature to him. Yeah. Well, we have always used stand on mowers. Yeah. Um, I brought him to work with me last week. Just like, hey, won't you come to work? I'll let you run this. And, you know, just kind of, because he's never done this. This is more of a, it's not a team kind of an industry. It's more, you know, single, solo. So, um, man, he jumped on the Z-spray. Obviously, he was with me for half the day. And I said, hey, just watch me. Watch everything I do. Um, and then we got later in the day. He was already used to the controls. Oh. You know, the Z-spray and ran it. Yep. You know, it was it, like, just like you said, he was a sick, you know. He's just like, bam, bam, bam. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. Um, Brian started off on the turf toe. Um, and so I'll get back to that story right real quick, just because um, tensions were high. I, you know, I sent an email or I sent a text because he wouldn't answer his phone when he left. I thought, wow, crap, I just ruined that. Um, so I sent him a text, um, you know, saying, you know, sorry for, um, you know, not trusting. And I also really wanted to iterate the value of him telling me that he damaged something. Yeah. We used to be in the mowing and I had plenty of times where customers called me, man, y'all damaged this. And I would, I mean, it, it's like, oh, and so, yeah. For him just to tell me that, I mean, that's, that's worth, you know, that's worth the, uh, 
Yeah, honesty, even, that place is even, more even when it hurts. That yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so anyway, she came in Monday. I said, hey, come in early. I want to figure out how we can, you know, get around this. So we had a good discussion. I tried to express my value in him by being, you know, by being here and, you know, coming to work every day. Yep. That, you know, he has off. And, you know, I, I spent a minute or two on the value of him telling me when he damages something, how important that is to us. Good. But, you know, how important it is to the customers because, I mean, we all know this. A lot of times when you tell a customer right then, yeah, I did this, I'm sorry, you know, what? And a lot of times they'll, man, that ain't no big deal. Yeah. But if they were to come back and see that, oh, yeah. and knowing we didn't do it, man, they would lose it. Um, and yep. so um, this customer is way okay with it. He said, man, if it, you know, if it hadn't been wiggling so much, I would say don't even worry about it. Yep. You know, a little crinkle's not going to bother me, but. This one because I think it might have broke it off at the bottom. Mm. But man, the postman figured place. Yeah. Um, I still haven't heard back from him. So who knows if he even yep. worries about it. Yep. He was still standing. Um, so we'll see. But yep. I told him, you know, whatever it is, we'll pay for it. But um, so with all that being said, um, I spoke to some uh, to some other guys and, and they said, man, one, one guy said, I don't know what it is, but I cannot operate a permagreen. And if you if you place me on a permagreen every day, I would I would hate life. Yeah. And so they like, so we ended up buying a telescope. Mm. They're on sale. Um, he's comfortable with it. And uh, so I have a telescope coming later this week. Um, and I told him this morning... Uh, both of them, because Josh, a full-time guy, he obviously gets a new machine, and Brian gets the the full-time guy's Turco, and he was he was so thankful and and uh, you know improved his happiness and um, so yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, we get to eliminate pulling around the trailer, so he's happy about that. We had pulling around the trailer um, just because there's just some places we have to back into because we're on a busy road. We can't just park on the road. So, mm, okay. Um, that is nice. Typically, I'm not one to really bend. Yep. Like if a truck radio doesn't work or the AC doesn't work, I'm like, I don't care. You're not, you shouldn't be in the truck long enough. Yep. But a machine is what we make money at. Um, and so. No, that's good. That's we, good. We're going to replace it anyways. And actually, they're on sale just because kind of the year end. Okay. So like, cool. We'll get it, you know, a couple thousand dollars cheaper. And cool, cool. Yeah. No, that's good. So that's good. Yeah. That's that- all that. Brian's happy. Um, we had a good conversation on like Saturday Monday morning. Um, I, you know, talked, you know, to him, not over him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I also took a seating position, so it wouldn't really look like I'm trying to be authority over him or anything. Because I, I didn't really want that. You know, we're all team members. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to feel relaxed to share what he, you know, what what he what was, was going on. What was what was his head. side of it? I mean, what was his main main points? So um, he said uh, the turf code just 
intimidates him. I mean, the Z spray. Yeah. Um, he'll get confident on it, and then a situation will come about that, you know, terrain changes, and it just busts his bubble. Mm-hmm. And so it's always defeating him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in which now, reflecting on that, uh, not saying his quality has been any better, but I think just his, I'm not saying his quality has gone down, but it may have yeah. um, from last year when he was on the turf code because last year, I mean, he was busting it out. Yeah. And he would be out till dark and he would get all his stops done. And, and um, but, you know, he was on the turf code. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Maybe now, did he did he say he learned anything from from that experience? Like, should he have, you know, gone left across the top of the back lawn and down the other side, and then navigated uphill on that on that steep slope where it was banking right? Or did he say that, like, hey, I could have handled this way? Or what what was his response on what he learned? Yeah. So, um, so he knew he shouldn't have done that at that point. But did he give um, you any solutions though? Did he say like, oh, I should have, like, I could have went this way or I just should have not used it completely and done, you know, drug a hose back yeah, there or something? He said, he said he should have, because obviously these sprays have, here's the thing on some of those, there's always different situations. If that yard had been bigger mm-hmm. and it still had that slope, mm-hmm. I, I would have told him, you know, a different way, but different situations. But, yeah. um, so he, the turf go, I mean, the leaf spray has the hose. Yeah. The pull out hose reel. Yeah. He said, I, I should have just pulled it out, fertilized it, because it's not that big. I mean, yeah. it was like one or two passes. Um, so I should have just fertilized it with the leaf spray and then just pulled the hose out and spot sprayed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. That's good. And he, I just, I just wanted to make he sure said, yes, he was. I knew the plant and all that was wrong. And okay. I just knew it was the, uh, also, it was in the shade, and it's in the shade, and being obviously just kind of dewy. Well, the frost was uh, melted off, so that made it seem like dew. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so he, he he had a posture of being coachable and realizing, like, hey, there was there was a problem. Like, it was obviously my fault. Here was the solution. So that that's good. That's good. One On thing, Monday he did. On yeah. Saturday I locked him up. Yeah. With my attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing that, man. Some uh, some real stuff, ain't it? Yeah, every day is learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, gotta be mindful of it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty bad at training too, man. I uh, I just like number one, I get bogged down in details. Like I hate small, minute details. Um, mm-hmm. I want the guys to handle every detail, but yet I, I don't take time on, on training it well. So I like this past year was the first year that I delegated a lot of the detailed type training. Um, and our guys were much better for it. One thing that helps me is we've like, we've done, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but those ride alongs, I train so much better when I'm just out in the field and I don't have an agenda and I get to see the guys, like their guard is a little more down. You know, when they pull up to a stop, they're not thinking like, oh, Britt's looking for problems. Um, it's actually the opposite. Like I'm looking, I'm trying to catch them doing things right so I can praise them. And then 
you know, the, the stuff that they are doing poorly is easily brought up too. It's like, Hey, make sure you look out for this or with, with that on the Z spray, man, we had, Oh dude, we had a guy literally. So there was same situation, but it was on a uh, big HOA and he should have parked the Z spray and then drug the hose out as far as he could. And maybe even brought the truck back there, but it was a little wet in the morning and uh, started to bank right on him. And you know how when you when you try to turn out of it, your wheels pitch forward and the nose just drags you into whatever you're going into. And well, there was a there was like a 20-foot retaining wall drop-off. And he literally got the Z-spray stuck on that wall and just had to bail out. Um, luckily, one of the... One of the condo owners there had had a winch and a truck and helped him get out of it, but he almost he almost pitched it over the ledge. But there was, I mean, you know, I didn't have I a note. Did that myself. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't have a note on the account or anything. I didn't tell him. I didn't warn him about it. And I was just like, I was kicking myself for days. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you yeah. saying? No, I I was trying to cut you off. So, um, yeah, I had a similar situation. Um, and uh, where I almost went off the retaining wall, and just at the last minute, the uh, it kind of leveled out before it got there, and the spray caught traction, and you know they real steer away from it. But yeah, uh, yeah, man, those Z sprays, you have got to be um, and like this job, you have to be like that all the time. But um, it is easy to get complacent when you're on. Uh-huh. Thing on the machine and, and uh-huh. the Z spray, man. Yep, it'll learn you. Oh, it'll learn you quick. If you're the right guy, I guess <laughs> it, it, it'll learn you if you're the right guy. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. If not, you're going to be. And the, yeah, you've always of- you've always got to be thinking. But it's good that it's good that you handled it. I like that you handled it quickly. I'm glad that you're. I wouldn't call it bending. Like you're, you're trying to make your tech's life better and you're trying to become more efficient and better customer service. And I think that's all good. I also like that he is, he is being coachable and bringing solutions to the table. And, um, that's a lot of that, that book, extreme ownership that you're going to read talks a lot about that. You know, we, as the owners, everything is our fault. Like ultimately, if you draw a line yeah. all the way back from any problem that arises within your company, ultimately, like it, the line is drawn back to us. And so mm-hmm. we have to take responsibility for it. And guess what? Even if we've trained a guy five times and he's still getting it wrong, there is either we trained them wrong or he's not the right guy for that position. And guess what? That's still, <laughs> still technically our fault. Um, you yeah. you brought this up real quick, but I wanna I wanna outline it because it's really it's really helped me, and we may have already talked about it. But you talked about like when you first hire a guy, you'll be with him for two weeks and kind of show him the stuff. But I just call it like my delegation outline, and it's it's really really simple. So you you can cut me off if we already talked about this, but it's just um, watch me, and then show you, and then. I watch you and then you show me. And then each of those steps has different things in it. So like the watch me part, the problem is I don't let people watch me long enough. I just kind of let them watch me. And then the show you part is where you're just explaining it all. 
So I go through those two steps really, really quick. Watch me. Let me, let me show you how it's done. Tell you real quick. And then the watch you part, I'm just like, okay, they've got it. And then I, and then I bounce and let them show me later how they did. Um, that, that has helped me tremendously. And any, I like it, man. Yeah. So it's good. I I don't know if I, we haven't talked about it, but yeah. That's good. Yeah. So watch me show you. I watch you and you show me. I'll put, I'll put that in the, in the word doc, but just having like some sort of outline too. I'm like, okay, I can see where I, I failed here. You know, he just, he didn't get enough reps in with me or he simply didn't watch me. Um, that's, and that's why the other thing is I love, love, love the ride along so much. Um, and that's why we've switched how we, how we hire and train people is now the, now our guys that are coming in and are new, they're going to get like 60 days of just riding with an existing technician. Um, so, so much training happens during that time. I think I worry about the negativity. Um, we have, uh, we've spoken about Josh. Yeah, um, he's a good guy, and he does his work, and customers love him, and he is very detailed in what he does. So he does very good with that, but he can get negative. Yeah, um, and so um, I've got to be, and we've we've spoken about this before, and I've just got to make sure I'm I'm repeating this, especially once we bring on another guy. Is that I need you not to need you to tell me the negative stuff because if you're saying negative stuff to somebody who's the same plane with you or below mm-hmm. it's not doing anything that's not doing any good yeah so negatives go up positives go down um so i've got to be on my toes with him on that yeah um, how are you gonna how are you yeah i was gonna say how are you gonna lean into that because that that scares me for you you know it's 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 hard to catch somebody's positivity and hard to catch a healthy person, but you can for dang sure catch a sickness and you can for dang sure catch negativity. Um, all of our negative guys end up never making it. They just, it, it's, it's too bad of a mindset. So I'm, how are you going to lean into that and change his mindset? Um, I think, uh, praise, praise him when he, um, comes to me with negative stuff. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, so when he comes to me with, you know, some problems, some, you know, they're complaining about, you know, the stops or complaining about the pay or, you know, when he comes to me about anything that's negative, you know, I want to, you know, recognize that, um, that, and thank him for coming to me with, you know, when he comes to me and talks about that. Um, so you're um, saying as opposed to going to one of the other guys and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it, again, he's, um, yeah, I, I, he didn't give me any reason to, to think that, you know, one day when I have to let him go, um, 
So just being negative in a few areas, it, a lot of the negativity just because could be just goes it goes back to you know my poor training, my poor communication, yeah, um, and not you know showing them. So is it? Uh, do you deem it valid? And it's just like, oh, I under I understand like. But here's why, or like, do, do you deem his his stuff valid? Yeah. So, and I can't think of a situation, but that I know of. But, but is it, is, it, is it just like him? Like, here's what I'm trying to figure out: Is it him like saying? No. When he comes to me and says something, there is a legitimate, you know. It's like, hey, this okay. is actually broken, or people are actually not calling me back or my call aheads are actually canceling. Yeah. I mean, it's actually something that is negative. Okay. Um, and needs yeah. to be, and needs to be addressed. It's it not just like, Oh, I don't want right. to do apps today or, Oh, it's, Oh, it's well, overcast. You know, or, oh, there's a chance of, of rain. Yeah. Um, so, so there can be like days that, or, man, we it just rained the day before. I'm going out there leaving mud tracks. Um, so that could be a situation where he's negative. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really know my side. Mm-hmm. So I need to explain better why we need to go out at this point. Okay. Um, so, okay. Um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, they're, they're valid negative issues. Obviously, mm-hmm. people are gonna guys are gonna complain when it's hot outside. Guys are gonna complain when they have to spot spray weeds, and it's hot outside. So that stuff, I mean, that is the negative part of our job, anyway. Mm-hmm. So that stuff I can get where it's gonna come. I didn't like it either, um, and so, and that comes the part of you know showing, yeah, giving the guys the new guy the real story of what it's gonna be like in the summer. Because he don't like it now, then hey, it's better for him to go on. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, try to scare him so off. That negative stuff is good. Try to scare um, him off early. Well, what I, I yeah, yeah. So here's what I was getting to, because it like you can break these problems or negative stuff down into two categories based off of what you're telling me. One is just complaining, um, but it sounds like their complaints um, they might hold some truth in it. And you can just better communicate the why behind it. So I liked your example of, hey, here's why we got to go out, um, even though it just rained last night. Um, a lot of stuff's in his head that he's already made up. Yeah, yeah. Or he thinks customers are thinking. Yeah. So like one of his things, for his instance, I called him not going to a stop at 7 o'clock. We left here. He had plenty of time. Should have been there at 7.15. Mm-hmm. I called him driving around. He didn't know I could see him doing this, but I called him up and said, hey, man, what are you doing? You need to be clocked in. And, uh, you know, he told me, yeah, I'll just grab something to eat. I'll be there in a minute. It's like, well, you know, it's good that you got here and got started early so you get out. Um, he said, well, man, so as more we kind of communicated, he, he finally told me, he said, I don't, I don't like getting there real early in the morning, so I don't make anybody mad. Mm. And so, um, so that's a valid complaint on him. He don't want to have to deal with somebody coming out. Yeah. You know, DJs, you know, so, um, 
So that's valid point because I hated that when going out on Saturday mornings they call us in and we'd have to go out and work. So yeah. I had to communicate with him saying, man, not in 10 years have I had one person call me and say, you know, you woke me up and you're out of treatment. Yeah. yeah. So he had, so there was a, there's a reason. Yep. yep. So there was a, exactly, yeah. Okay. Okay. Somebody was complaining. No, yeah, there's some, there's so sorry, some, yeah. fo- some validity to Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to, um, I was going to ask that you back on your train of thought that you had that I interrupted you on. No, you're good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're sharing it because I I want to make sure that I fully understand it. And there's always like little nuances behind each each thing. So I'm I'm glad you're giving me giving me a lot of the backstory. But I was gonna. So he is very good about showing me negatives, and I, he's been very good for me because he does see that stuff. A lot of stuff I just push off to the side mm-hmm. because I just deal with it. Um, because I'm the owner and. It's my company, and so I just, I just deal with it. But in preparing other guys coming in, um, these negatives are good to bring to light with new guys coming in. Okay. So. Yeah, and you've got a, I mean, you've got a really good leadership perspective from this. The one other bucket that I was going to say is. The, like there's one thing with complaining. Yes, that's one bucket and you can better communicate the why and maybe you can allow them the space to bring why they're thinking that to you. But the other bucket is if there's a valid problem and somebody's continually being negative, there's a difference between somebody that's on the floor playing or the captain of the team and somebody that's on the bench. We all have valid problems. We all go through negative stuff. But the difference between the guy who is taking the shot at the end of the game and a guy that's sitting on the bench is that when they experience negative things or they experience issues or they experience valid problems, the captain is bringing you a solution. And the guy on the bench is bringing you a problem. So it's your job as the coach to make sure that you get players on your team that are bringing you solutions to negative things, that are bringing you solutions to problems and not just bringing you the problem. Because I don't remember what book it is, but um, it talks about viewing a problem as like um, a monkey or an animal. And every time uh, somebody has a problem, they come and they they put your their monkey in your office. And so by the end of the day, you just got like 33 dancing monkeys on your desk and you don't know what to do with them. Well, that's what people do whenever they bring you a negative problem or a valid problem or an issue without a solution. They're just handing it off to you. That's the reverse of delegation. That's the reverse of scaling a company. You can't handle everybody's problems. So if you have a whole team of people around you that can point out negatives Great job, Johnny. Now you now you see a problem. Well, your next question needs to be, so what do you do, Johnny? And if he can't bring you a solution, say, well, then you need to figure it out. Because I, I, like, I know, but I, I want you to figure it out. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, here's your route. Well, I heard here, something. Here. Oh, go ahead. I heard something along that same line. So, uh, and I want to be more, uh, I want to be more, uh, aware of this going forward is to when they bring me a problem and if it's something that they could they could correct without me 
Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to recognize that and have the fortitude or the aware of um, yeah. to say, okay, um, if I know it's something they can take care of that they don't, then I'm going to ask them to give me two solutions yeah. of what they could do to solve that uh, and then come with me uh, and bring that complaint and the solutions to me. Yeah. So that way I can, you know, start more preparing them to quit bringing their monkeys to my team. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I think we, we talked yeah. about the four D's. Mike Michalowicz goes over in clockwork, but it's doing and then what deciding and then delegating and designing. So to get from you doing everything, you have to decide, but for you to have to decide, you have to have a solution. But if you're always what com- those again, it, uh, decide. doing like we all start off doing the thing like Josh Whitaker is good at doing lawn care and that's why he is where he is. Well, now to scale, you need to go to deciding and then the next one is delegating fully and then the next one is designing. That's where you're working on the job, not just in the job. Um, but for you to decide, you have to have solutions brought to the table. For you to truly decide, you have to have leaders that are going out and knocking walls down, and you have to you have to have something to decide on. Um, the other thing that is is cool is when you start asking them, well, what do you think we should do? It'll start to highlight some of those areas where you need better training. Because so many times I'll ask Tiago or I'll ask Sean, like, what do you think we should do? They'll come up with an answer maybe even better than mine, but it'll highlight like, oh, we haven't really gone over that. Well, let me go, let me go hop in the truck with you and let's, let's do it together. Or mm-hmm. let, let me go on that customer service call because you have a great point. Let's, let's do it together. And then you go back to that delegating. Mate, why don't you watch me again? And then I'll show you. So there are complaints from him that I, uh, there are, so there are good complaints. There are bad complaints and those bad ones are sometimes, you know, still ways I need to figure out. Um, one is when he's not hitting his budget hours on, on, you know, jobs, Mm -hmm. um, because he, you know, he finds some way to, you know, it's, well, it's not me, it's the yard or it's, uh, you know, the weeds or, yeah, you know, um, so that's, that's a bad one. Um, have and, you, have uh, you thought about the incentive Remember, You were going to say, uh, pay for production type incentive plan for him. Have you thought any more uh, about that? So with him, I don't know that he's really driven by that, that I know of. Because me has a bonus structure now where, you know, um, he can make, you know, endless money if he, you know, pick up. But uh, I don't know if that would, I don't know if that would that work. It. Yeah. 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 I know we kind of talked about, they, they both are incentivized differently. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to go down that um, rabbit trail. I was just wondering if you thought any more about it. So, yeah, and maybe some of my. And here's the bad part of it is when I, and I know, so we don't have to stay here long. But um, when I'm thinking about budgeting hours, obviously they were a lot of those years of when we were collecting that data were me 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, some of those years, uh, were different texts. Um, I'm trying to figure out, okay. And they're, they're average times. Obviously we take, we've got, you know, a couple of years of data, yep. um, that we have averaged out the time per square footage of our square feet of our ranging, mm-hmm. um, so 4,000 to you know, 5,000 this is the average time you should be doing this in. Um, yeah. Is that a true representation of actual time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, but I think that's my weakness is I, I fall, I fall victim to, well, maybe, maybe he's right. You know, maybe, Somebody really can't do that this quick. Just because I can do it that quick doesn't mean, you know, they have to drive to do something that quick. Well, um, what if, what if I've, you, I've what if you go, that. what if you go, went to a, not a base salary, but like some sort of base pay rate? So, hey, here's your, here is what you would get paid if you worked this amount of time and you hit our numbers. Does that make sense? So say it's like, just for numbers sake, say it's like 200 bucks that day you were going to pay the guy and you wanted him to do it in like, I don't know, nine hours. So instead of, instead of paying him hourly, just give him that 200 bucks, but to give him your revenue threshold that he has to hit or your square footage threshold. And then that way you both win. Like he's incentivized to get it done a little quicker and you don't care if he gets it done a little longer. So the only thing, and the reason I go back to this is he doesn't, he doesn't believe those much of the times are correct. Mm -hmm. And I'll give him some validation for that because there are some bigger stops that, um, we don't really have a whole lot of big yards. Like, um, I mean, we're talking about 100,000 square feet and up, 500,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those times are not correct. So it's kind of based off of, uh, based off kind of the other numbers. It's just kind of the math goes out that way. But that, you do have like a, you do have like a, hey, I want this amount of square feet done in a day or I'd want this amount of revenue done in a day. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that would take like, that would take his excuse off the table, wouldn't it? Yeah. But there's just, there would be, but there's going to have to be a discussion with him. And I dread that discussion with him. Uh, and sometimes I don't know if it's a hill uh, to down just yet. Mm. Uh, on those bigger yards. So we have gone back to, so I, we kind of discussed this a little bit last week. And so my game plan um, has kind of switched to where I'm putting him all on smaller yards because I think the bigger yards get in his head. Um, so this week I've switched him all the small yards and even some of last week and he's nailing those. Yeah. Uh, 
So. Oh, that's good. I, it's just a just a question, just a just a thought. Um, what about? I mean, with these guys, obviously, you always have have issues, and we as owners, we can have rose tinted glasses when looking at our guys and our team. Have you thought about like, are you going to still try and um, put out some feelers for recruiting for next year in case one of them does quit? or one of them does get fired or you run into a sticky situation. Um, yeah. I just talked to a guy that had 5,000 accounts in, in Tennessee. And that was one of the things he was like, my biggest mistake was hiring was hiring when I needed them. So I just want to make sure yeah. I don't do that and that you don't do that. Yeah, no, I definitely, um, we will, we're definitely going to be doing that just because of, uh, Obviously, we need a guy. We don't need him as far as, like, we have to have him. Yeah. Um, but we can afford to pay one, and that's always been a thing. Our numbers, again, until the fight came along, um, I didn't know my numbers. I didn't yeah. know a whole lot of anything. That came along, but also there's some, been some other things that have happened in, that have kind of snowballed up to this point that we're actually making money. Mm-hmm. We're we can, I wouldn't say throw money away, but I mean, you're bringing in a guy that you really can't work, really don't have the budget for yep. as far as work, but you have the money in the bank that you can kind of float him until we get to that point. Yeah. If all that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, it does. It does. So, um, so yes, okay. uh, I agree that one point and up to this point, uh, we're, we're just getting to that point. Okay. So okay. I look no, forward to that. Look forward to bringing in a guy that where we can move slower in the training and yep. um and be able to really go through our applicants a lot better. Um, you know, really, really hire them a lot. I look again. I, you know, I looked up with these guys. And I would no. Are they one percent perfect? No, but um, they're they're great. Yep. Um, they have some flaws, but you know, nobody's. Yeah, everybody, everybody there are does. There flaws that I can work with. Yeah, everybody does. Now that I know, yeah. So now that I know the kind of their flaws, I can kind of. Yep. Um, that's your, that's, that's our I don't job. Know, band of them. I don't know if I want to say band, but um, I can work with those flaws. That's, that's all. I like it. I like so. it. No, I yeah. think I think that's an honest um, answer. I think that's what we all have to do. Like, part of managing is, like, you have to manage what you have to get the result that you want to get. Um, and I was, and and I get what you're saying. I'm glad you got money in the bank, and you're maybe looking at hiring another higher tier guy or just another tech or who knows what. Um, you know, but your statement of like, I don't know if that's a hill I want to die on quite yet. I just. You yeah, know, if you've got, know a- if you've got, if, if that, if it gets to the point where you do need to go and have that hard conversation, it's always easier if you've got somebody lined up that you've been interviewing, that you've done a ride along with, and you can just kind of swap out. It, it sucks to say, I just wanted to make sure we were talking about it too. Well, I think in my, I don't want to have a conversation yet just because I don't, I don't, I still need information of actually what um, 
I want some more information before I go into that talk. No, no, that's um, all right. If he has this valid saying, oh, there's no way he can get those budget hours, then I want to be able to come back. And so this fall, we're going to have, you know, uh, a year's worth of his production. Um, you can almost say, uh, so which is on many different types of square footage yards. Yeah. Um, so I'll be able, I'll be able to have this conversation when cool. it gets closer because yep. I'll have the information and not just what I feel like is, um, I can only argue with good information. I can't argue with assumptions of yep. what I've built up. Yeah. So just, I know what I can do. Um, I can't assume somebody else is going to do it that quick. Yep. So, but by having more numbers of, you know, of a slow guy in the field versus a fast guy in the field, and then having that average time, I can, you know, have that better information. But have a better, calmer, uh, more informed conversation where we can yep. start shaping. Yep. And you're gonna know. You're gonna know more than me, more than anybody. I just. As long yeah. as it's on our radar and you're you're thinking about it, <laughs> the, yeah. I keep quoting this guy, but the the guy interviewed Scott Riley. He said, uh, "quote from Floyd Mayweather." You may have heard it. He said, "Men lie and women lie, but numbers don't lie." <laughs> Correct me. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. No, that's right. Well, Josh, um, I know I know we've been chatting a while, man. Numbers. You're 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 busy, so I can I can let you bounce. But this was good. You're you're wrestling with a lot. You've dealt with a lot already in the past week and a half. So appreciate you sharing it with me and letting me let me jump into your world for a bit. Yeah, thanks for the call. Thanks for uh, you know offering some suggestions and um, yeah, I like that. Uh, like the uh, watch me show you, watch you show me in the forties. Um, that'd be something to definitely start thinking about implementing and and uh, yeah, all we got to do is grow up from here. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're both both improving and growing. I'm excited about next year already and um yeah. let's meet you and Zach hop on a call soon too. I know I know you're projecting out stuff and thinking of stuff for next spring, so we need to have the three yeah, of us on a call soon. Zach. Yeah. Newborn this weekend. Yeah. Baby boy yeah. Huxley's here. Uh, he's he's yeah. he's excited. He's excited. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you bounce. You take it easy. Have a good rest of the week, bro. All right. All right. Yeah. See, see you. Bye. Hey, guys. That is a wrap on yet another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. And if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast. And uh, we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.